Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moors, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country, Mo with an attitude. And by High V, the world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Yeah! Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Happy making High V in Raytown like GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. That's what we do. It is red and rowdy here tonight. We have got a sellout crowd here at Raytown, just off 350 Highway. Raytown, such an awesome community uh, in supporting the Kansas City Chiefs down through the years, and it's fabulous. Now, this score just in, Chiefs 24, Seahawks 10. Okay. Here's some things to ponder on this night. It was the fifth coldest day in GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. It was the fifth coldest wind chill, although I beg to differ, at minus 10. I thought it was. They said minus 4 officially. It was the coldest wind chill in a game we won in franchise history. Just saying. Fifth straight 12-win season. Five straight in a row. Five 12-win seasons. Third in National Football League history. That is huge. Patrick Mahomes, 4,500 yards passing, actually 47-20. 35 touchdown passes for the fourth year of his fourth time in his career in a single season. Only Tom Brady has eclipsed that with five. Tom Brady has done it in 22 seasons. Patrick Mahomes has done it in five years as a starter. That is huge. Kelsey, 800 career receptions, 17 games faster than any tight end in National Football League history. And he had two catches for 72 yards on two consecutive plays. That is huge. And get this one, 16 straight wins over NFC teams. Yep. That is huge. Now, also, when you get rookies, we stop the Seahawks when the game mattered three times on fourth down, Pete Carroll, who looks like Dan Israel, right, the executive producer uh, of the uh, Chiefs Radio Network, was going to go for it on fourth down no matter what, going for it, going for it. 
Three rookies stopped him. Three rookies the first time George Karloftis tipped pass. He now has seven. That's tied for the most of any rookie in, national, in the National Football League this year. Second one, Brian Cook, open field tackle. Down go the Seahawks. Third time, it was Trent McDuffie. Down go the Seahawks. When you get rookies doing that, it is time to put the hammer down, baby. We're going to have some fun. Matt McMullen, our senior team reporter this week, because 15 is a big number. We've won the AFC West 15 straight times. The Chargers have won it 15, it's not 15 straight times, seven straight times, 15 times total. Wish it was. We're working on 15 straight times. Chargers have won it 15 straight times. Raiders have won it 15 straight times. Broncos have won it, I'm sorry, 15 times. Four teams in the division all have won it 15 times. This week, if we beat the Broncos, because it's not just any week, it's donkey week, we will beat the Broncos 15 straight times. Okay? Rough day today for Nathaniel Hackett, former Chiefs ball boy. He was a ball boy at our training camp uh, early on in my first couple, uh, first couple years as the voice of the Chiefs. He was fired today after his 15th game as head coach of the Denver Broncos. And we know the Big 15, the Big 15 is who ought to be the National Football League MVP, Patrick Mahomes. And we got folks tonight, we got an awesome crowd, folks joining us tonight electronically from the Phoenix, Arizona area, home of Super Bowl 57. All right. Seen that game last night, thinking warm a seat for us. We're headed your way. Um, but just saying, that play that Patrick Mahomes had to get his 12th rushing touchdown already a Chiefs record for quarterbacks, when he lays out parallel to the ground and flicks the pylon by, I don't know, a quarter inch, that play is huge. Remarkable play by Patrick Mahomes. We've got a special show tonight. Before we talk about that, we want to talk about high V. all right? Putting 24 on the board means you can save tonight. This is still going today, the day or night after a game. The Chiefs can score. If the Chiefs score 24 points, you can save 24 cents a gallon with any $24 purchase. The more we score, the more you save. And you literally have four days to register for this. Four days. December 30, that's it. Because you can get a chance to go to where they're setting. You can go to the big game for two. Can't say what it is, but it's a big game for two in February in Arizona. Figure it out. Five days, four nights experience. So shop Hy-Vee. When you do it, you swipe your Hy-Vee Fuel Saver Plus Perks card. You're automatically entered to win great perks. So make sure you get that done now through December 31st. All right, we got an awesome show for you tonight because all three specialists are going to be with us after I talk to Coach Reed. We're going to have the Pro Bowl punter this year in the AFC, Tommy Townsend. He is smoking the net stats in net punting, and he's helping us win games. We'll talk about that later in the show. We also have the guy that's got the longest field goal this year in the NFL, Harrison Butker from 62 out against Buffalo and nailed the 47-yarder when it was like kicking a rock uh, the other day in that game. And also James Winchester, the pride of the Choctaw Nation, uh, who has had, I figured up today, 1,432 snaps. It's something crazy for the guy uh, that he has snapped for us uh, since he's been our long snapper. 1,134 snaps uh, since he became our long snapper back in 2015. So, 15's a big number this week, right? It's time to beat the Broncos 15 straight times. So let's do this. Get red, get real, and get rowdy. And speaking of red and rowdy and 
Andy Reid, we'll have Andy Reid right after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Chiefs sixth in the NFL in red zone, touchdown percentage. Now a sweep coming to the near side, Tony inside the five, gets a block, touchdown, Kansas City. It's back to the attack from the horizontal and an eight-yard jet sweep to the near side. Kadarius Tony with the touchdown, Kansas City at 6.41 to go in the first quarter. Welcome back, everyone, to our Chiefs Kingdom show tonight. We're in Raytown. Of course, such great tradition here in Raytown, Raytown High and Raytown South, the great athletes and a great community. As uh, with us tonight is the winningest coach in Kansas City Chiefs history, Andy Reid. First of all, Merry Christmas one day uh, later. I love the fact that the schedule worked out that you and your staff could get some time. Um, and how good was it that the schedule worked out that way? Yeah, no, it was great. Merry Christmas to you too and, yeah. and the fans. Um, yeah, no, that, that's great because normally coaches don't get uh, time off, nor do players um, uh, in a normal year. It's like once every every 10 years you, you fall into this. So uh, it was great. Um, it was great to have, have the chance to do it. And really, we had the whole day. So the coaches had off the whole day and so did so the players. So. It was good, good for recovery for the players and to enjoy their families and good for the coaches to take a quick time out. And they were all back here early this morning. So uh, tremendous. Love it. Your staff works so hard as do you. Now, just getting into the game, one of the things I was excited about was three fourth down stops against a good offense. And three rookies did it. I'm going to start with Karloftis and ask you about the pass batted down and just that play and what it meant and his awareness to do so. Yeah, he's had a few of those now. I mean, he's up there in the league stats with, with batted balls, and he's got a knack for that. The one neat thing about George is he, he goes 100 miles an hour every play. He does it in practice. He does it in games. So it's uh, he's, he's a high-intensity guy. And, um, and really has got a great attitude about him. I was just looking at this. His passes defensed are tied for number one among rookies in the National Football League. Then you had two open field tackles that stopped the other fourth downs, one by Brian Cook and the other by Trent McDuffie. Their ability to make those plays at the moments that they did. Yeah, tackling in space is a tough thing to do um, uh, against NFL players, and and those guys did that and it's uh they've been taught real well and they they practice it all the time it's just hard to practice it on humans you're doing it on bags you're doing it on these donuts that we have that you roll out there and they wrap up on those but uh the leverage and the ability to get these guys down is not an easy thing to do and they they uh they both did it and did it well how much does do those plays, in specific, those three guys, just continue to elevate their confidence and they drive to work feeling just a little bit different about themselves this morning? Yeah, Dad, watching into it, I think, uh, uh, again, those three really showed up. And and Williams, you know, Williams is getting better. He, he, he came from Fayetteville, a little bit smaller school, and he's learning as he goes here and and. And getting getting better as he as he works, even though he had a couple hiccups in the game. But um, 
So we're we're glad that we have these young guys that that are maturing in front of us here and and um, and working their tail off trying to get better. I mean that's really what what it is and uh, and trying to do it with urgency. I did that first series from the drum deck, and I mentioned that just because I saw Joshua Williams' third down play on the run when he came up and forced as a corner. I was like right above it, like a drone. That was big time. Um, and the fact that those guys, these guys have no fear uh, when you put them in a spot of like, hey, we're counting on you to do it. Yeah, no, that's true. And they, they're learning to work hard in practice. I mean, that's uh, there's a trick to that, especially as the season goes on and you're, your body's sore and your, your mind is tired, um, that you push yourself every opportunity you have. And then that carries over um, into into the into the games and so the, these guys are doing that they're pushing through that that rookie wall and, um they're they're showing up your linebackers now nick bolton sets a record eight times this year in 14 games or 15 games he has had 10 plus tackles that's a chief's record and then it looked like you cloned willie gay jr in this game yeah, so, yeah, both those two, are, we're glad we have them. Uh, different types of players, but um, uh, Bolton, I, I I would tell you, is one of the more sure tacklers that I've I've been around. And he has a real knack of getting to to the football, and, um, and he's a great kid. I mean, he works his tail off. Uh, doesn't say much, but when he does, uh, people are listening. And then Willie has got a huge personality and um, is fun to be around all the time. He's just uh, one of those good kids and um, and a phenomenal athlete. I mean, he probably he probably can stick him back there as a running back. He he'd be a great one there too. So um, and and so to have that combination, I think uh, with the different skill level that they have, you can do some different things with them and. And that's what Spags has done. Flipping over to the offensive side, and this question kind of leads to this next game coming up with Denver, but your ability to attack horizontally in the red zone and to get Kadarius Toney that flip pass touchdown, and what does KT or McColl mean to you to attack the entire 53-yard width of the red zone? Yeah, it'll be good when we get McColl back. Um, he did practice last week um, and just wasn't quite quite there, so we'll see how he does this week. But uh, Tony's. Uh, we're just giving him a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more every every week. And as proud as I was of him of the run that he had for the touchdown, um, uh, his blocking was unbelievable. I mean, he knocked a couple guys right on their back, and you normally don't see that. I mean, he just uh, he he really takes pride in that. But anyways, going back to the 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 pass uh, run pass, um, he. You know, it's an easy shovel to him, pitch, whatever you want to call it. Um, and his ability to make people miss, you got to see that. I'll tell you another one. That's, uh, the blocking on it was phenomenal. But the fact that he used the blocking was even even better. And uh, Trey uh, just had another huge, huge block on on uh, that play. I mean, he just crushed somebody. And um and he broke right off of that anyways. It was a beautiful thing. The other beautiful thing I want to ask you about was right in front of you, and that was Creed's block on the screen to get Pacheco 30-plus on the screen. 
What about that play by your center in space? Yeah, well, Creed, you know, there's a reason why he got voted into the Pro Bowl as a starter. He, he's um, he's really a good athlete for being as big a dude as he is. I mean, he's a, he is a large human being, and um, and so and very strong. But he's got great feet and he can run. And so he gets out there in space. He can adjust and do the things he needs. Uh, I thought Pacheco did a nice job. We always talk about start catch the ball, start up field for three steps and kind of help the offensive lineman out. And I thought Pacheco did that. He caught and he had this urgency to turn up field and it just feeds uh, the defenders to these offensive linemen and allows them to run fast. And, um, and, and that's what, you know, that's what took place. I mean, you, you had a chance to see that. So big block, great job. Uh, great job by Pacheco. That being said, I've always said you run a thousand screens. You could make a cookbook for screen game. But how good is this team, this Chiefs team, uh, becoming at running screens no matter the screen you ask for? Well, we're getting better at it for sure, the last three weeks in particular. So, um, uh, you know, Corey Matei, I got to give him some credit here because Corey's in charge of the screens and getting them, you know, designed up for, for each team and, um, and he's doing a nice job with that. And the guys are executing it like crazy. You know, EB makes sure that they get plenty of reps on these things. So he's the one doing all the scripts and, and that. So, um, and putting it all together. And he makes sure that that screen game doesn't get neglected like it does, you know, I'm sure with some teams. And how big is it you're getting chunk plays in it? I mean, you're getting 30s and 40s uh, out of a screen. How big is that? Well, that's a good thing. I mean, we've got a couple guys there that can that really know how to run them too. So uh, between McKinnon and, and Pacheco, they, they they have a pretty good feel for those things. And um, yeah, Clyde Clyde was the same way. And um, you know, I haven't seen enough from two to put it, you know to, to to do it. But he, uh, he, I'm sure he would be great at it too. It just seems like an art form uh, that you're getting down so well. Travis Kelsey, to get him freed up for some big plays. And the two back-to-back, because you told me, hey, you know, Pete Carroll designed this defense. A lot of people are running around the NFL. But to hit Kelsey twice back-to-back for 72 yards, what happened on that to get him free? Well, we had those plays actually called up earlier, and and um, I kind of bypassed over them, skipped them. And so we, we regrouped uh, the coaches and, and Pat um, – Kind of when when I went over to the bench, uh, I just got everybody's uh, uh, input on it, and those were the two primary plays that everybody liked, and so Pat included, and so we were able to get those dialed up and called. Um, so I, I would tell you, everybody gets a little piece of that pie on that, and um, the, the, but those were the two the two that everybody agreed on, and. Uh, with a couple other ones thrown in there, but um, it, it was a great, great job by the coaches and a great job by Pat. And then obviously Kels ran uh, tremendous routes there. So, and um, MVS, uh, he, he helped clear, clear one of those out for, for Kels. So it was a nice job by him too, running fast. Phenomenal to see it. The other phenomenal thing was, Patrick's decision, he runs and flicks the pylon. 
it's every week. I mean, he does something. The photo, the still photo of that play is one for the ages. But just his decision-making and the fact that now part of that horizontal attack in the red zone is him running the ball. What about that play in specific and just his decision ability in the red zone uh, to make that call or make that call and make the run? Yeah, it looked like he was on the pummel horse running in gymnastics. I mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> the one arm stab in the ground with his left arm inbounds and then reaching out and touching the pylon. Uh, it was something. So, um, yeah, he, he's, a, he's a spectacular player. And he's having one of those great seasons, um, MVP seasons. I mean, I've said it before. Uh, he just... He, every, you're right. Every week, it's one or two things, and you just go, "Wow." Well, he's on the cusp of maybe breaking Drew Brees' record for offensive production per game uh, that Drew Brees set in 2011. Transitioning now to the Denver Broncos, and I was just kind of astonished driving back. Had a quick 20-hour drive to our 20-hour time in Wichita uh, with Tammy's family, but coming back, listen to that game, and was astonished that the Rams put 51 points. Uh, on the Broncos. I know they're going to come in proud and dug in. We might have seen their best half of football when we played them three weeks ago. But your thoughts on playing Denver so quickly uh, here in the same month, basically, or it's going to be New Year's Day, but in a span of, of less than four weeks. Yeah, well, they made some changes today, as you know. I mean, they yeah. fired their coach, and so you never know what to expect now, um, what direction they're going to go. Uh, but we don't have to look any further than our game. Uh, they they took it to us there for for a half, and we you know we went up twenty seven nothing on them, and then um, had had some bad plays in there that, that we made, and uh, and then the quarterback got going, and he was running around, and ten uh, was rolling for them, and and uh, making big big catches, and so um, we just we we needed to take a a glance at that and make sure that uh, we, we, you know, there's nothing that uh, they have to do a whole lot different than what they did to us the last time. And we got to make sure we answer that, you know, so that's, that's where our energy will be directed this week. One final question before we let you go, no matter who's coaching that team, these two young edge guys, they got 53 and 56 Browning and Cooper. We saw them too, just dealing with them uh, protection wise and influence wise this week. Yeah, they're good players. Uh, and then you had five in there now, and he's a veteran guy. So they've got a they've got a good nucleus of defensive players, and their 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 ability to shut down the pass game is uh, has been great. And they're one of the top teams in the in the National Football League doing that. And it's all personnel groups that they they've been successful against. So um, you, you've got a um, you know, you got to really focus in on that. They they do a they do a really nice job of playing that whole zone scheme, and um, they're they're accurate with their drops, and they cover a lot of ground doing it. And really squeeze the zone. So you you got to have a good week of practice, Mitch, uh, as we go forward here. Okay, we'll let you go to continue that week. Uh, appreciate you being on with us tonight, and I guess we'll say happy New Year tonight. Good. All right. Happy New Year. Hi, those redheads out there. They're out here, man. They are in force. Head coach Andy Reid, stay tuned. We'll come back with the specialist. We've got the Pro Bowl punter of the AFC, Tommy Townsend, place kicker Harrison Butker, and long snapper James Winchester. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. 
Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. McKinnon is the running back. Kelsey tip tap motion in the face, across the face of Mahomes, left to right. Mahomes quick pass near flat caught. McKinnon at the five, trying to bounce off the hit, drives the Seahawk into the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City, Jerry McKinnon continues his incredible season, and Mahomes with his second touchdown pass of the game. Welcome back, everyone. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill at the uh, Hy-Vee in Raytown, just off 350 Highway. A couple folks deserve mention tonight. First of all, from the 65 TPT crew, I literally recruited her uh, at the practice facility today, an hour and 15 minutes before the show, but she is an absolute all-star. Corbin Meyer. Where's Corbin? Corbin, stand up, say hi. Uh, she's helping us out tonight. Terrific, uh, terrific, talented gal and terrific attitude of Villanova Wildcat. Also, i got to mention this personally uh, because you're part of a birthday celebration tonight. My dad is back here celebrating his 90th birthday. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, how about that? Happy birthday. Spry, man. He is uh, right. off and running. So a great crowd here tonight. We have got, we got red coaters, geeks, uh, people from all over uh, that have made the sellout crowd here uh, at Hy-Vee in Raytown. Now, I'm going to introduce them one at a time, and we'll do it seniority-wise, okay? I don't know how else to do this. I thought about it numerically. Uh, I thought about drawing, casting lots. Uh, so we're going to do this. First of all, he's been with us. He has 1,134 snaps as our Chiefs long snapper, the pride of Washington, Oklahoma. Uh, he has been here since 2015. Uh, welcome, James Winchester. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, brother. Second, we're going to get your uh, other brothers here. Uh, secondly, with us tonight, in his sixth year with the Chiefs, he has the longest field goal this year in the National Football League at 62 yards. Holder of five or six Chiefs records. Uh, he was the 2019 NFL scoring champion. Ladies and gentlemen, Harrison Butker, the pride of Georgia Tech. And in his third year as our punter, he is the AFC 2022 punter. Uh, he has made the Pro Bowl, uh, selected to the Pro Bowl as the AFC punter. Ladies and gentlemen, first in net punting, he's obliterating it. Second in gross punting, punting Tommy Townsend, ladies and gentlemen. A festive night. We've got them all here, all three of them, man. This is awesome. All three so, of us. How about that? No, it's cool. <laughs> We're going to go right down the line. We'll start with you, James. That baby was cold the other day. We always talk about special teams in the cold weather. Minus 10 wind chill uh, there when you guys were warming up. So we're going right down the line. How cold was it? It was cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Yeah, if you thought it was cold, it was colder than that. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was one of those things. I think this ended up being uh, the second coldest game that I played in uh, behind 2016 uh, Tennessee game. Tennessee, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was chilly, you know. We put a lot of thought into how we were going to manage it. And, um, you know, for me, managing my hands and, and uh, making sure you had some tack, you know, on that ball. And, and uh, But, you know, um, we, we have a lot of great heaters there on the sideline and, and uh, a lot of resources. So, um, you know, everything uh, panned out the way it uh, needed to be. And, and uh, man, we, we did our job. So, 
Got it done. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah. It was fantastic, all three of these guys, including a big-time 47-yard field goal. I was watching all you guys warm up down there doing field pass. It was like kicking a rock, man. Uh, so Harrison Butker, how cold was it? <laughs> well, growing up in Atlanta, that was definitely the coldest weather I'd ever been in in my life. Same for Tommy, I'm sure. Um, Coach Tobe and Coach Reed just talked about how you got to manage it. It's just mental. So we spent a lot of time by the heaters to, uh, to stay warm. And then when we went out there, the ball was definitely a rock coming off our foot. So we were trying not to overswing. And, um, yeah, thankfully that field goal went in. Well, you nailed it, man. You crushed it. Uh, so Tommy Townsend, punter, AFC Pro Bowl punter. How cold was it? Pretty dang cold. <laughs> but I, 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 will, I will say I was a little confused when I came out because I come out and, you know, I see X amount of Seahawks receivers with their shirts off. And I was like, wait, is this, is this, is this September in Florida or is it, you know, December here in KC? But, um, but yeah, no, like, like um, you know, James and Harrison said, it's all about, you know, trying to manage – um, manage the cold and, you know, change up our routine a little bit so we can manage it. But uh, but I told Harrison after the game that, you know, that 47-yard field goal was – that was a really, really, really tough kick. And, yeah, I just kind of expressed to him that, you know, I was proud of him. That's freaking Harrison Bucker, and he's a beast. He's such a beast. So, um, so yeah, so that, that was just an awesome kick. And, um, and James is just – he's a beast at what he does. He's the best in the business. So, yeah. How big was that kick? It was huge. One syllable word, huge. There we go. That was a huge kick. Uh, okay, so now James's wife tells me he's got really warm hands. Uh, so how warm was the ball? Did the ball warm up at all from the time he snapped it? Let's take the, uh, let's take the 47-yard field goal. That's an eight-yard snap. How warm was the ball when you got it after James – did his thing. Well, I mean, just the speed alone on the snap, that, that really just ups the, uh, ups the heat on it. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, what, what a deal. Uh, you mentioned Seahawks taking their shirts off to warm up. I saw it. It was, it was right <laughs> behind me, thinking there's a fine line between bravery and – Yes. Okay, you said it. I didn't. Uh, what were the thoughts of maybe you guys taking your shirts off, letting it rip? I mean, <laughs> what – I know, James, you'd lead the way. You'd be the one. Right? No the, way. The crazy. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it was cold. It was so cold out there. Uh, it, was, uh, it was nuts. These guys have done a phenomenal job uh, all year long in helping us get to the victory total that we have. Five straight 12-win seasons. That's third in NFL history if you're keeping track at home. But let's just go down the line. And, Tommy, you had a 74-yard punt against the Chargers. Something, I've only been in the league 29 seasons, but I've rarely seen this. You actually took a possession away from them. They're thinking they're going to get the ball. They'll have a chance to maybe get a couple possessions and get a three, and they get the ball to start the third quarter. You go, no, 74-yarder, <laughs> dude just lets it go. And your guys, your gunners, your best friends, 11 seconds went off the clock. The Chargers had to kneel down. <coughs> that punt, I know it's going back in history, but that one just <laughs> sticks in my mind as being a big-time game winner. Absolutely, yeah. No, that was uh, that, that, that was it was definitely big time. But uh, but yeah, like you said, I mean the Gunners they've been beasts. Everyone on the punt team's been beast, and you know, just our net average for the season. Like I say, our net average because that's a, it's a huge part of you know the punt team. What everybody does, the Gunners, Chris, like um, Jet, one of the PP, you know, just James guys are just unreal. And um, but yeah, just got off a good punt and. Uh, and I saw it flying downfield. I start trotting down. And I saw the guy let it go. I was like, oh, heck, yeah. We're going to get some roll on that thing, too. 
Um, so, uh, so yeah, definitely took off some time off the clock. So that de definitely helped out there. Yeah. I don't remember. Did your long snapper get down there? Was he down there hovering over that ball, just letting it bounce? I think he was the one that downed it. Maybe. I mean, did you down that ball, James Winchester? <laughs> you know, I, I don't he think down there. I don't think I can take credit for downing it, but I was making sure nobody else touched it. So we were going to milk that clock, milk that clock. But you were milking the clock. That's right. Milk See that how smart these guys are? They're so smart. Uh, that's what you get going to Washington, Oklahoma. Mm. Six hundred eighty-one people in that time. <laughs> uh, just saying. And then time after time after time, we've seen Harrison make big kicks. But that kick you had against Arizona, I know we're going back in time. You're hurt. You don't even have a chance to do your steps. That's 54 yards. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And you just, oh, let's go back in time. I'm going to let you comment on it. I'll let you other two guys comment on it. That kick, uh, just how you're a humble dude, but how courageous you had to be and how much were you hurting then? Yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, when I first got injured, you know, I've never been injured in my career. So I'm thinking, am I even going to be able to come back and play this season? And, you know, thanks to the trainers as well as Tommy and James kind of motivating me as well as the coaches, I was able to get back in the game. And uh, it was a big kick. We needed it. Um, the team needed it. And uh, Coach Tobe gave me some uh, great pump-up words to, uh, <laughs> to get out there and, and go kick that ball. But, you know, I call it a one-step. I do that in my warm-up. Um, some kickers do, some don't. But it came in – in handy definitely because I, I didn't have the ability to kind of push off and do a two-step approach but I could push off just my right foot and then plant and then uh, get the ball off but you know obviously a great snap and a hold and hit one of the best kicks of my life that probably is the the biggest kick of my career I know I've had some some big ones in the in the um, in the playoffs and things like that but um, you know just, just trusting in God and knowing that I can push through, and if I have the ability to somewhat trot out there and kick, I, I need to go do it and uh, just give it my best effort, and thankfully it went through. Okay, you got the hardware in front of you. You know how this works. When you get a 74-yard punt that actually takes away a possession from a team, <laughs> there you go, take that one. You get a long snapper that's down there first, hovers over the ball. Nobody else can touch it. He's going to run the whole half off, right? And then you get a kicker that does a one-step, one-legged, 54-yard field goal that's when your specialists are able to put the hammer down, baby. Heck yeah, yeah. heck yeah. You guys, <laughs> and speaking of hammer, you guys, it's interesting because you guys are like uh, an independent study. Uh, while the rest of the team is doing seven on seven, they're doing nine on seven, we're doing all this stuff. They said, you guys go play with your toys and go off on the other field. I always feel like it's Chaz on Wedding Crashers. Like, I don't know what they're doing <laughs> out there. What are they doing? <laughs> Mom, meatloaf. Like, but you guys spend a lot of time together. It's like, go off, and then we'll call you when we need you. What is that like? Because that takes some discipline. Go ahead, Harrison. Um, yeah. I'll take it over. <laughs> Tommy was a striker. I think it's just something you learn throughout your career. What do I need to do throughout practice in the pregame warm-up to be ready to go on game day? You know, Coach Tobe kind of lets us do our own thing. Same with Coach Reed. They trust us. We're professionals. But as a unit, us three, we have to communicate a ton on what we need to do throughout a three-hour practice because we might have a five-minute period of field goal, a maybe 10-minute period of punt. But the rest of the <laughs> practice, we're on our own trying to perfect our craft. And we try to stay as productive as possible, as efficient as possible with that time together. And I think we've done a great job managing that. But, you know, we kind of sometimes just have to be in control of our own desti destiny. And we take a lot of pride in what we do. And I think a lot of the 
a lot of our teammates would notice that we, we do put that time in when, you know, especially in high school and college, you see a lot of guys are, you know, out behind the field house ordering pizza or something. <laughs> Frisbee golf. I promise we don't yeah. play Frisbee golf. golf. Yeah. I promise yeah. we don't play golf yeah. this season. Yeah, yeah. but um, we take a lot of pride <clears throat> in it, and it's just something we've learned over our career throughout high school, college, and now in the NFL. And Dustin was a great mentor to, to see what to do practice. James now has been in the league for forever. And um, I've been in the league now six years. And Old man. These guys are old men, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> So, yeah. James, you guys have got to be – I said it's independent study. You, you smart kids go play in the corner while we'll do this other stuff. Uh, and you guys, so what, how does that work? I mean, how many, how many times have you figured you snap a ball in a single day? Oh, man, I lose count. Um, <clears throat> I think I get a headache if I, if I kept count. But, um, yeah, I mean, to echo what Harrison said, I mean, um, you know, I think it starts with him. You know, he's such a perfectionist at what he does and the attention to detail. And, and um, you know, we've, we've examined what we do um, on a daily day basis, you know, with a hold, a snap, the kick um, down to the tee. And, you know, we're always looking to get better. And so um, he does a great job in leading our group and in, in, uh, what we can do better, you know, and, and what we can continue to improve upon, you know, each week. How can we get better? And so. Um, does a great job doing that, and, and um, you know, we, I promise you, we don't go off and play golf. You know, we are, <laughs> we are uh, very attention to detail, and we take what we do seriously. And, and uh, you know, but that, that's the name of the game. You know, just continue to improve, get better um, as a professional. You know, and, and uh, you know, um, pr practice in a way that it's going to show up um, on game day. And, and you know, we just continue to try to get better. So, just like Harrison, Tommy, they ask you to punt and punt and punt. Pun. <laughs> uh, do you ever go, hey, let's use the jugs machine this time? But you, what you've learned from these two guys and mm -hmm. what you've learned about being the NFL now, you're the Pro Bowl punter of the AFC, which is so awesome, it's right? Crazy. Uh, crazy. Crazy. But that time where you're going, all right, guys, on independent study, do your homework. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, as, as a unit, I think one of the best things that we do is communicate with each other. Um, you know, we, we really, you know, change our practice schedule or our pregame warm-up schedule, you know, based on, you know, what we need. And, you know, the best way of going about that is communicating. And, um, and yeah, like James said, you know, Harrison's great at, uh, great at pointing out, uh, you know, what we need to do. And he's been a great leader for us, you know, um, kind of pushing us in the right direction. And, um, and I shoot, I should say both of them, they push me in the right direction. They push me to be better every day. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just an incredible thing, you know, to be surrounded by such great professionals and, um, and, and guys that just, you know, want to be the best they can be. So, I think we're making Chief Kingdom history tonight. I don't think we've ever had all three of them here like this. And it's perfect that we're doing it because they all three have to work together. And it's just awesome. We can take it for granted. We're not going to take it granted for, for granted tonight. We come back, we're going to talk more about these guys, just the amazing human beings they are. We're at the Hy-Vee in Raytown. We'll wedge you in here if you show up. But again, we've got Tommy Townsend, James Winchester, Harrison Butker, our special specialist with us tonight. We'll be back with more from the guys after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 17-3 Kansas City, second and 12 for the Seahawks at the Kansas City 22. Willie Gay Jr. trotting out here. Looks like he's going to be on coverage on the near side. Geno Smith working the left side on a corner route. It's overthrown, intercepted. Intercepted in the end zone. And intercepted by Juan Thornhill. Geno Smith overthrows his receiver on Juan Thornhill. Gets his second interception this season and the seventh of his career. We're back at the high B in Raytown. Great job by our defense in that game. That pick by Juan Thornhill was 
Huge. Huge. And you get three rookies making three fourth down stops. You're able to put the hammer down. Love it. Karloftis getting the tip. And uh, these are brethren of yours, these rookies now, for all three of you guys. Use guys. Uh, all three of <laughs> you guys. Because we're using like a jillion rookies on special teams. How's it been right down the line with these guys? Tommy, I'll start with you. Yeah, they've been awesome. I mean, especially, you know, Pacheco. He's been, he's been a beast. He's stepped up since day one. He's a... Yeah. Super hard worker and um, great kick returner and obviously a really good running back. He's been uh, he's been shaken out to be an awesome running back. And uh, something I say every time he touches the ball, he just runs so hard. Yep. It's 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 crazy. Like I, I you know there's very few guys that you know really run with that intensity and you know it's just so impressive. But um but yeah I mean all the rookies they've been they, they they've been awesome. They've really stepped into their roles. I mean Leo's been playing for us for us on punt all year and. Um, he's been solid and, uh, you know, just, yeah, the guys have just all panned out to be really good players. So I'm excited to see him blossom and go forward and, uh, and yeah. James, you got these guys around you. Harrison, you got them too. You're relying on them. Yeah, you know, the rookies have done a heck of a job. I mean, they, uh, I would say they're beyond their years, you know, coming in. I think that's a testament to our GM, our coaches to bringing in, you know, quality, um, you know, talented guys, but great guys and, and, um, uh, and some serious talent. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they've all had great years and, and a great year, you know, this year and, and performance-wise. And, and uh, you know, they're good guys to be around, you know, and, and you love that as uh, teammates coming in, uh, contributing, but also guys that are good locker room guys and, and um, you know, guys that are, are, are good to work with every single day. And so they've been very impressive. Harrison, you're relying on these guys a lot for protection. Yeah, I've been very impressed. Um, I guess it was Tommy that said it, but a lot of those guys are just so mature for being rookies. You don't see that a lot. And I don't know. That's credit to uh, Brett Veach and um, all of his staff for finding those guys. And maybe it's because there's so many of them that they've had to grow up and they feel like they're just one of the guys in the locker room. Um, but they've done a great job. And uh, Jack Cochran's a guy that you don't hear a lot about, but on special teams, he's just been a beast. Mm -hmm. um, he's been a great player uh, for us. And um, he's done a great job on kickoff. So I've been – I've been very impressed with their ability to um, look up to the older guys, the veterans, learn from them, and kind of copy those habits that have been able to extend so many of these veteran guys on our team. Um, so, yeah, nothing but great things to say about them. I've told people ever since I met these guys, they would people would hire them if they interviewed them. They'd hire them all. I mean, I'd, just, I'd hire every one of those guys. They're awesome. Okay, uh, these guys are so smart with us tonight, right? we got Harrison Bucker, James Winchester, Winchester Tommy Townsend. Speak for them. I mean. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, Tommy, we're just dragging him along. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Bucker, though, his clothing line, I'm repping it tonight. Uh, this had a lot yes. of – now we're on radio on the largest network yeah. in the NFL, but you'll see the pictures on Facebook. I've been into this three straight days. Coach asked me today if I slept in it. I said, yes. <laughs> it smells like the locker room, but that's okay. But now Harrison's taking it up a notch with yeah. this whole little, what do we got going here? This is his own clothing line. Yes, we got KC Wolf on here. He's got some uh, reindeer antlers, some small things on his shoe. He's got a number 62 for the field goal. And on the back is a tuba because I uh, – Played tuba in middle school and high school, mm. so that was a little, a little small fact. thing thrown yeah. in there. It's a tree ornament on the back, but yeah, these are awesome sweatshirts, and I think the uh, everyone's really loved them. So they're in, they're in the pro shop. The one that Mitch is wearing is sold out, and I don't know how long this this green one will be. Can't uh, have mine. Can't have mine. Yes. Cannot have mine. Or for a price, maybe. <laughs>
But it's awesome, man. And, and they're available in the pro shop. You can find it at the uh, at, Arrow, at GHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Tommy, some say hair product. What do we got going? We got something on the line here. You got the man bun going. Now you were wanting it to, you know, let the hair down. He let the hair down, hammer down. Let the. <laughs> and now we got back. We're back to man bun. Anything yeah. going on hair product wise? What do we got? No, Samson. No, no hair products yet. You know, I mean, it's something maybe I should put in the works. But uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um, but yeah, no, those like. I'd like to comment on those sweatshirts, though. I mean, as soon as I saw – first thing I saw Harrison, um, like when I just saw him a couple minutes before we came in, I told him I love that sweatshirt and I need one. So I uh, said they're going to hook me up with one, which I need one. But, uh, yeah, they're great. That's but, how uh, this show works, man, all sharing. James, what do we got? We got anything? We got well, clothing line? We got you know, I leave the fashion to these guys, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, yeah, you know, I got a little hat on going on here. You know, I got mm. my 41 farm, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, a little represent. Yeah. So there you go. That's about as fashionable as I'm going to get. You know, throw a little Carhartt on and call it good. So. Did you get your chores done before you came I in? I did, yeah. Fed the cows, broke that's, ice, did all that's that. That's it. Had a kid. We're going to let these guys go, but three incredible human beings, three great football players, and three, I say we win for, win for 100 reasons. These are three of them right here. These are winner, winner, winner right down the line. Give them a big hand as we let them go in the evening. Thank you, man. So much. Yeah. Appreciate thank you. you. Yeah, thank Harrison Bucker, James Winchester, Tommy yes, Towns. We appreciate you. You got it, man. It's guys like you that make this easy. You know? well, yeah. Thanks, boys. Thank you, Mitch. All right. Appreciate our guys right here. We'll come back to wrap things up after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show. Presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Two eligible to the right. Kelsey, three-point stance to the left. Here comes an inside blitz. Mahomes reads it, moves to his right, keeps the ball in his right hand, trying to stay alive, dies for the far front pylon. Did he get it? Are they going to give it to him? Touchdown! Kansas City, all precincts finally reporting, and they give it to Mahomes on another rushing touchdown, the 12th of his career, and the Chiefs have broken it open at 23-3. Welcome back here to the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Raytown. How phenomenal are those three guys? We are so blessed to have them. Great people, but great football players. A one-legged kick by Butker, you just mentioned. And remember, he had walk-offs uh, in several games, including the Chargers in 2020, but he said that was the toughest and biggest kick he's ever had to make. And then Tommy Townsend has taken over the league in, in many ways and leading the league by far in net punting. And then James Winchester, man, uh, is such a great pro and so steady and uh, just things that take for granted, him getting down the field to cover punts. He's the first, he's the only guy that can leave, or him and the Gunners, uh, before the ball can leave uh, the foot. And then have that play by Mahomes. If you see the still photo of that taken by our photo crew, and unreal. He's stretched out parallel to the ground and barely flicks the pylon by about a quarter inch. All right, it's time. It's not just any week, it's donkey week. It is time to beat them for the 15th straight time. And let's hope maybe the Bengals can actually help us this week. Stay on point, stay on task. Next week, we'll have another current player. We'll be at Berry Road in the Northland. It's a home game for Snowstorm Sandy and most of the geeks. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. 
driven by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Festival in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Green Baker. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 